You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. to the All to Play For Euro 2020 post-match podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Lindsay Hipgrave, and you, Joe Cole. And Joe, you were at Wembley last night to watch England beat the Czech Republic 1-0 to qualify as group winners into the last 16. What, what was it like? What was the atmosphere like when it's not full like that? Do you know what? I've been to games where it's not been full, Lindsay. That same amount of people, and it, it was rocking, like the FA Cup final, I think, had a similar amount of people. Um... Uh, the Champions League final, but it was quite, um, the atmosphere was quite subdued, actually. I, I thought I thought the fans, you know, the fans play such, we found out the fans play such an important part of the occasion and they can lift the team. And I think the fans went there with, with like, um, with the feelings of it might be a bit of a dead rubber, which it was because we was through. And and if we finished, if we lost the game, We'd have finished second of, and we may have even got an easier game in the last 16. So all of these emotions going in, it was almost one of them where it was just, there was no intensity from the fans. But yeah. I thought the players played the game magnificently. There was such a great balance. And being at the game and watching it on the telly, I could see the, I could see the little nuances in why they were doing what, what they were doing. And, you know, and, and, I was literally six or, I was six or seven rows behind Gareth. I had fantastic seats, um, you know, and I, I, could see, I could see the players come in and out. And, you know, it was just a fant- like a great view of, of what he's... And he's so composed, Gareth, yeah. on, the, on the bench. You know what I mean? Was, he's so controlled, so composed, measured. Um, yeah, so I was very impressed. He's very, very impressed. He never looks rattled, does he, ever? No. What- from your view then, what were the main positives from the performance? I've already been down the gym, the boxing gym today, chatting to a few of the boys and that. And I, I like to get a gauge on what, like, the, you know, I was asking, what are you doing? What do you think? It was like, ah, a bit negative, a bit this, a bit that. I'm like, and I'm like, I can't believe that. I, I can believe why they think that, but you've got to put that aside, park it. Think, We've had three clean sheets. The thing yeah. we was worried about going into the tournament was, can we play with, with, uh, about four and not concede goals because the Romania game, they cut through us a little bit, you know, um, Pickford, you know, people were questioning who was going to be the number one goalkeeper. I think he's been fantastic, Pickford. I think he's been stunning. I think whatever he's been doing, you know, over the last six months to a year in this, in the sense of, of um, his personality, his mindset. I know he's been working with sports psychologists. We alluded to it last week. Yeah. You, you can see it. It gives an air of calm. And people were moaning about, um, I think people said, hey, he took too long on the ball and, you know, he, you know, he holds it, don't he, and all that. But he's so composed. He brings it's like those double punches as well. Mm. It's like he's suddenly worked out he's got two hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's really put his game together. And, and as expected from a young goalkeeper, you know, so um, I think he's looked like he's, he's trimmed down as well. He looks more athletic. So I'm so impressed with him. So impressed with Stones and Maguire was brilliant. Coming in ain't easy when you've been out injured. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. But the most the most important thing I've seen, the reason we're keeping clean sheets, the reason we got good balance. And I was one who was who was against this at the start when I think it was Phillips and, and, and Rice in there as two holders protecting it. You know, I think that allows us to play the back four because they get through so such I was watching Phillips in particular 
Because I was watching, like, what does he bring what Mason Mount couldn't bring in that? Because Mason Mount's a, a better footballer. There's no doubt in my mind Mason Mount's probably one of the most important players in the squad at the moment. But in that deep position, Phillips brings a, a physicality and a sort of um, uh, a defensive a defensive instincts next to Rice. And it's almost like having four centre-halves in there. You know, it, it just is in a box. So it was in, tactically, it was an interesting game to watch. And Bakayo Saka as well really took the, the opportunity of his start. What did you like about his performance? Fearless. Um, he, he, he drove, he gave us penetration. I think, I think Harry benefited from having Sterling and Saka either side of him. Very quick players, dynamic footballers. So he, he benefited from having him. But I thought he just, he took the, the, the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, he, he gave us balance. The word I thought walking down Wembley Way um, was balance. That's what I felt. And I think that's where you want to be now at this part of the tournament. You don't want to be, you know, open football, you know, bludgeoning teams. You, you don't want to be too too defensive, too stoic, not giving up. I think the balance was right with England. So I think we're in a good place. He said that Gareth told him just to express himself and, and go and play how he how he's played for Arsenal all season because he's been head and shoulders him and Smith Rowe above oh. every player in that Arsenal team this season. David, like, we, we've covered Arsenal, Linz, and every time you can't be impressed, but impressed with Saka and Smith Rowe. In particular, in particular, Saka, I think he's just a, a, a few yards ahead of Smith Rowe at the moment. Obviously, he's in England squad, but um, no, he he played. Like a fearless youngster, you know, but what he gives you as well, where he's had, he's had games at left wing back as well. There was occasions last night where he, he was fantastic on the press, which Gareth likes and which is important. He covered round. He yeah. gives, what he, having him in a team, what it gives you is the ability during the game. Say that team plays against, um, against uh, Germany, France, yeah. Portugal, we play, and it's not working. Saka gives you a bit the ability then to go to a to a back three with wing backs because you could you could have uh, Walker and Saka as wing backs. You can drop Phil, um, Rice into the back three and then Mount, who's playing in the ten, you could drop him back so you can match up Germany because I think if we do get the Germans, I think they looked they looked so well drilled like the Chelsea team under Tuchel. It's so difficult to play against that system in, in, unless you're. The easiest way to the easiest way is to match him up. So gives you it gives you it gives you options having Saka on the pitch. He's like a, a manager's dream, isn't he? Do you, do you think yeah. he will play the next game? Then do you think he's earned that? Oof. I think he. I think he's a massive. He would. It's so tough. I mean, you you, you don't you almost don't envy Gareth because it's, there's going to be three or four disappointed players. You know. Um, Gareth had to deal with something no England managers had to deal with with a, with a COVID situation. You know, not being able to prepare. You know how don't long get me this... started on that. I know, I know, it's absurd, absurd. So the, the, the starting lineup for the next game, I think it's going to be another one where Gareth picks players' horses for courses. I think he'll just wait until he see who he's got and try and match up them best. And that's the beauty of this England squad: you can pick players for specific games to do a job. 
What did you think of that whole situation? Obviously, Billy Gilmore tested positive. Mm. Chilwell and Mount were, were seen to have been a, a close contact of his. Uh, I think it's because not because of what happened on the pitch, but in the tunnel afterwards um, for about 20 minutes. But they've tested negative since and then still have to isolate. Yeah, it's a strange one, Linz. Um I mean, this is, this is for a whole different podcast and a different genre. You know, you're talking about, you know, why are we testing if the, if the quality of the tests are not good enough? Like, I'm with you. I think if Mason Mount and Declan wake up every morning, do a test, because that's, that is what they've got there. If they're fit, they can go with, go with a team. If they come with something, they go straight into isolation. Um, you know, you can't tell me that Billy Gilmore's not, you know, had a chat with his Scottish teammates for more than 20 minutes so you know you know so why weren't they you know it seems to be I think like in anything with this pandemic I think the rules are there to be to be sort of misconstrued and taken for however people want to take them and God knows why UEFA Public Health England whoever it was felt the need to them particular players not allow them to play and it could have cost England. It really could have. And it still could. Because Mason yeah. Mount's come out of the team for a week. We don't know how his mindset is. I think he's the most important player in that squad. Chilwell still hadn't had a chance. So the fact this is now happening as well, it, it could affect mm. him. And we don't know how much they're going to be able to train either. Exactly. And that, that, that takes the preparation. Say, for instance, we're playing Germany. Now, any normal day, give the lads a day off to, to today. You know, maybe start easy. You you will have four or five days to prepare, and you'll need to prepare diligently for the for the Portuguese and the French. But the Germans are tactically so on point. I like the, I like what they 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 did. What they, what they did to Portugal, they 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 they, they was fantastic. So yeah, straight away, Gareth's got to make a decision. How valuable is Mason Mount and Chilwell as opposed to four days, five days of being with my group who I'm sending out there in the most important game England have played for three years so I can work with them. Do you know what I mean? So Gareth's got another... Dis- Listen, that's what he gets paid his money for. No, but, you know, there, there's all these little little things that have been thrown up they should, they, 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 which are unprecedented. No England manager has had to deal with anything like this before, so he can't even lean on anyone. So um, it's, it's a tough call to make. The weird thing is you, we keep seeing that clip of Steve Clark with Billy Gilmore on the pitch afterwards. Uh, and I mean, he, he's yeah. breaking the whole hands, face, space thing in one go in, yeah. that, in that, that bit of footage. But none of the Scotland players have to do it. But I suppose it, it is what it is. Does Mount for you have to come back in? Um, like in, a normal, in normal circumstances, Mount, I think, has played himself into being, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're putting a team together, you would go right. You'd list about maybe four players: Pickford, Pickford, Stones, Bryce, Harry Kane, Mount. Do you know what I mean? And you think, right, that's the spine of your team, and then you sort of build round them. You know, certain characters that they're all experienced, um, good players, never let England down. So, so Mount, I think, was in that category because he could. He's so reliable. Yeah. As a as a, as as well as being a, a genius. Um, so, you know, you, you can sort of build a structure around him as a player. He's always fit, never injured, like the majority of them players I just mentioned. So, um, yeah, so, so in that, but these circumstances, you've got, a, you've got, Gareth's going to have to weigh that up. 
with I would play it, but Gareth's gonna have to weigh it up with the fact, right, do I go with Jack in the ten? Because I know I can get four days training into Jack. We can work on you know, Jack gives you different attributes. Jack's also a world class player. So Gareth's got a big decision to make. I'd play them both. I'd play the system of both in, but then again, you know, it is it is what it is. There, there was a massive clamour for, for Jack to get a start. He did last night. Did he justify it? Yeah, without doubt he justified it, Lindsay. And I've been banging a drum for, drum for Jack Grealish, not this for this tournament, for years. You know, what a superb talent. Absolutely tailor-made for international football. He looks... In, when you're looking at a game last night when you've got elite players, the best English footballers there, and he looks on a level, when the ball comes to his feet, he looks like he has, he, he has the, the, the speed button, the control, if you like. He, he knows, he, he deals with the ball so well. He, he, last night, England were, were, were solid, they was balanced, and then, but on top of that, they had a, when they needed to find a little bit of quality to get it out, they bang, it went into Declan Rice or Philip, and they turned it around the corner into Sterling, Saka or Grealish, and because of their quality, they could handle the ball from midfield and drive with it and get us up the pitch. The Czechs had no answer for us. Like I know they, I know they're a decent side, um, but like one nil actually flattered them last night. I thought, and I thought England did have levels to go up. That where I just think we're much more exciting to watch when Grealish is in the side. You not think because we, we, he makes stuff happen. Yeah, he does. He does. I mean, I, I think the only the only concern with with. Um, that Gareth can have over him is whether he can do it for 90 minutes. So then you have the balance of, do I use him in the last 30 minutes or do I use him in the first 60 minutes? For sure, he has an impact on the game in the last 16. Um, Gareth will know if he leaves him out, there'll be furore and there'll be uproar. But Gareth knows if he leaves Foden out the same, if he leaves Mount out the same, if he leaves Harry Kane out, I think the country would go into um, meltdown. So, Gareth understands that's that's part of the course of being an England manager, but um, he got, it's it's just the balance. When do you use these players? You know, and and we've never had we've never been able to replace a player of Jack Grealish's quality with a player of Phil Foden's quality at sixty minutes in a game. Yeah, in that position, that type of player because we've not produced that type of player. We've never looked- produced. I don't know what you saw from from where you were sitting, but on on TV, you looked really disappointed when he was taken off, Jack. I can, yeah, I can imagine he would have done. You know, and I like that. I think as a manager, no player wants to leave the pitch. You know, you know, you want every player's got an ego. Every player wants to be on the pitch. You know, he, he, he looking at him, I felt he did look a little bit jaded because he put a lot of work in. <clears throat> another question, another thing that gets labelled at Jack Grealish is. Well, what will he cost you defensively? What's he like on the ball? There's no problem with Jack Grealish off the ball. Trust me. He, he works hard, tirelessly, diligently. He, he, he kept Aston Villa up, you know, and he, he, he's, he's back there defending, he's driving the team forward. Even against Scotland, the Shea Adams chance, when it's dropped to him, you know, listen, Shea didn't get a good connection on it. He, he skied it. But Jack was in the left back position throwing his body at it to block it. That's not a player you can't rely on for me. Yeah. So that, for me, just quell that now. That's just lazy journalism or punditry, whatever you want to talk about. Jack Grealish works his socks off for the team and he did do last night. 
Definitely. I, I wonder if that might be the issue with Sancho, though, that, that Gareth maybe thinks mm. he's not going to get that from, from him because there's a lot of people mm. questioning why he's not getting more minutes. And a lot of people maybe thought he should have gone in over Saka, but maybe it's because Saka's putting that work in and he knows he's yeah. going to get that from him. I think Gareth it was very, very clever in his interview last night. I, I watched it as, a, as I got in at the back end of his press conference talking about Saka and he said, he says he, he, he kept... He uses words, Gareth, when he wants to really... Because you have to remember, when you're dealing with mass media and press, you know, you, you have to really simplify it and buzzwords. And he just kept saying he's earned his, his, with his performances in training. He's earned it. He's earned, and I'm thinking, that's not just a message for the media. That was purposely there for Saka, for the rest of his squad. So by all accounts, Saka's been training brilliantly. Well, I don't know. I, I've not... I don't know Sancho personally. Um, I haven't watched him a great deal because of he's been over in Germany. So, you know, so I don't know his character. It's hard to comment, but I do know one thing. He's a superb footballer. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's just, this this tournament maybe is just the t- one where he's going to have to have a look and, um, and the next tournament he'll come alive. Maybe he'll learn something. I don't know too much, Linz, about his character. Um, but it can't be an experience, though, can it? Because no. you know, there's there's enough other players who don't have experience of international tournaments, and mm. he's got the experience in the Bundesliga. He's got all those yeah. goals and assists. He started plenty of Champions League games as well. Yeah. Oh no, so, it, won't, it, w- it won't be that. Hundred percent, it won't be the. It won't be the experience one. It will just be Saka's probably outperforming him in training. Um, Jack and Phil are slightly ahead of him. That's the only thing it will be. There's nothing sinister. And that's sometimes the hardest thing to, 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 as a manager, you know, as a player, it's like a dagger in your heart, but you appreciate it as the years go by when they, and they just sit, they just sit you down and go, you go, why am I playing, Gaffer? What, what's wrong? Well, to be honest, I just fancy him at the moment in that position. You know, I, th- I think he'd do a better job for me. And that's as, and that's all Gareth, that's what Gareth thinks at the moment. It's nothing is slight against him. And footballers are all stocks and shares. You go up, you go down. Sancho could train in the next two, three days and absolutely the best player on the pitch for three days. Then he becomes the first sub to come on against Germany, yeah. France and Portugal. It really is. It's something that, and young, these young players who've got to the level of playing for England, they know that competition. Oh, another thing I want to say is the body language of the young players going into the game, uh, sorry, during the game, was was exceptional, I think. And that you can tell a lot about a team when you go to, the, as a footballer, an ex-player, you know, you see how they communicate with each other. Do they, are there words, you know, and I think the team look in such a good place together. What did you see from their body language? What, what I specific saw, things? I saw, I, I saw there was no petulance. There was no arm throwing. Um, they all worked hard for each other. They encouraged each other. Um, there was a lot of talking. I saw the bench, calm, calculated, cool, right in front of me. I saw the subs getting behind the players on the pitch, um, emotion engaged. You know, like when, when players were coming on, they was geeing them up and, and, and smiling, Linz. I saw a lot of smiling. There was... So, like, everything... I left Wembley yesterday, and although fans may may be a little bit underwhelmed, we didn't go and put three or four past them, I was quietly confident. 
See, we always want more, don't we, as England yeah. fans? And you're saying we are a bit of, uh, underwhelmed with it all. But it it really is very, very controlled and, and really solid. And it's mm. it's weird, actually, watching England without those nervy feelings. It's all very yeah. un-England. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 it. that's it. Czech Republic never threatened. Scotland had a few half chances. Croatia, the World Cup finals, couldn't break us down. Um and that, that's that's a great credit to the players on the pitch and the, and the England staff because they they've they've worked out a balance. We see Portugal win the last Euros without winning a game in ninety minutes. You know, you need the, the only ingredient that's missing at the moment is is a Harry Kane on the top of his game. Now, He's still, well, still not firing. But did you see any improvements in his actual performance? I saw, I saw signs. I saw signs of it. I think Harry, there was some class moments where the balls get fizzed into him. It comes a pivot, dropped into the pocket, he held it up, used his body, played in other players, you know. So I saw signs of that. I saw a nice sign where he got the ball down right in front of us down the left channel. Not, 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 uh, uh, nothing to the naked eye, but he turned, he bodied and he fancied the run against the centre half and he's gone after him. The fullback come and covered, but I thought that looks good. You know, he, he backed himself. Sometimes when you lose a bit of confidence, you, you, do, you don't go for the throat like that. So um, that was good. I thought he, he's... Listen, Harry Kane in the box, he, even in 20 years' time, when he can barely walk, he's still going to hit the target and nearly score when he had the chance. But it were good signs. But big game for Harry Kane and his legacy against um, whoever we play in the last 16 because he... Um, if we're going to win the tournament, we, we, we do need him to start scoring goals. And, and I have no doubt he will. I think Gareth sticks by him. I think there was improvements in the last game. And do you know what as well, Linz? He, he, he was leading from the front. He worked his socks off. He really did. He, he, which I don't, I think is different from when he plays at Tottenham. I think he's got Son around him and more around him who are like either side, who are athletic, dynamic pressers. So I think in the, in the first game, he, he, he sort of allows them to do it and he picks up positions off of them. But he set the press very well, um, which is which is which is good sign. So um yeah, I'm um I, I'm I'm not worried, but I think Harry Kane's time now to deliver is 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 the next round. Well let's talk about that last sixteen game then. Next Tuesday it's gonna be who do you want it to be? And you're not allowed oh, to say hungry. <laughs> it's just like it's yeah. It's it's really tough. If you well, yeah, I mean, you me, can have the European champions, the world yeah, champions, the world champions have... or the Germans. Um, <clears throat> if you're going to ask me who I want to have, I'd probably say Portugal. And that seems insane when you list the name of the names of the players that are in there. You know, <clears throat> but why I Portugal? Because I think I think Semedo at right back. I think. You can, I know you can get get at him. Um, I think in midfield, uh, William Cavallo. I think you can run off him as well. Watching him, I think he, uh, I think he, he he switches off. I think Bruno Fernandez as well isn't the player we see at Manchester United. No, he hasn't um, had a good tournament yet, has he? No, listen, he's always, he can kill you with a bit of quality, but I think with Bruno, so much of it is um, he, he wants to be the main man. And while Ronaldo's got blood in his veins, he will never, ever be the main man for Portugal. So I think sometimes some players 
they just they 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 have to play, play on that pedestal, take every free kick, you know, tell people what to do, you know. Is it? Um, so I think he hasn't kicked into gear yet. Um, Diego, I look at Diego Jota as a player. I think would he play for England? Would he start for England? No. Would Samedo start for England? No. Would Pepe start to England at thirty-eight? No. Would Patricio start for England? No. So I'm just like I'm thinking to myself, Ronaldo well, might get team. a game. Ronaldo may get a game if he's <laughs> lucky. But, um, yeah. Do you think we could beat France or Germany at the moment? From what you yeah, I think we that? can. I think we can, but it would take a monumental performance. It would take to beat the French. Would 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 take probably if we was to do that, it would have to take one of the the, the finest performances from an England team at tournament football to do that because this French team is very very special. Mm. We know that I can't pick I can't pick a weakness out in the French team. <laughs> We would need Pogba to have one of his off days, wouldn't we? And, and Benzema <coughs> to keep misfiring. And Bappi mm. still hasn't scored yet as well. So I feel like it's just a, ma- a matter of time yeah, before listen, he goes on the rampage. Listen, you'd, you'd, uh, maybe, you'd, maybe you'd start sending a few... Uh, get Someone getting Bappe's number and say, listen, have you heard what he said about you? Him, what he said. <laughs> yes, drop a bit of that in there with the French because they can explode. Yeah, <laughs> maybe try a bit of the old uh, dark arts of football against them. But um, no, they're a fantastic team. The Germans will be a big problem as well. I think, I think they are a, a very well drilled, well drilled outfit with, with world class players. But I look at Hummels. I look at Hummels as much as he's been a top top player. I think, I think he's. You can hurt him. Hummels. He's not the player he was. No, no, no. I, 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 if anything, if we were to play the Germans. It's crazy. I may, I may go and play. I may match them up and play Raheem with Harry straight up through the middle in the two with, with, with a Mason in behind or a Jack in behind. And I, the reason I do that is because I, I feel like last night, Raheem, when he was running, he was running from, from outside to in or inside to out pen, penetration in behind the checks. Like when he loved the, when he hit the post. I think he does that fantastically well. And I think the way the Germans are set up, similar to Chelsea's Tuchel, you have to run it off of the, the wide, the wide players, the wide centre halves. And I think, could you see, you see, and I think Hummels is a bit leggy. So I'll be, if I was playing the Germans, that's how I'd, I'd, I'd set up against them. It's going to be them, isn't it? And it's going to go to penalties. Yeah. I can I can see it coming. <laughs> All coming eyes on, on. on Group F um, today then, later on. What about your man of the match for England? Ooh. I will go with... The, the, I think I'll go with Sacco. He's a young man to come into a tournament and take his chance like he did. Um, I'd probably give it to Sacco, yeah. With mentions to Pickford, um, Maguire, the spine of the team, Jack. Yeah, yeah, but he was he was good. He stood out, but look, but lots of good uh, performances. Whose place do you think could be in jeopardy? And nobody, nobody, nobody by their performance put their place in jeopardy. Put, put it the way that everyone performed admirably. Everyone done their job. I wouldn't give anyone less than a seven out of ten in the England squad. 
Um, I think Je- the Jeopardy, Saka's place comes into Jeopardy because Phil Foden's going to come back. I think Jack's place, I'm putting myself in Gareth's shoes now, Jack's place will become in Jeopardy because because I think Gareth doesn't feel fitness-wise is at the level to do 90 minutes. So I think he, and, and, and that's Gareth's opinion, not mine. Um, I think, I think Maguire and Stone stay at the back. I think Carl Walker stays as a right back. And I th- yes, I think the back four stays if he goes to the back four, the goalie. So yeah, just them two, Jack and Saka, I think will, will, will be in Gareth's mind in jeopardy. So who would you give a chance if he goes with wing-backs? If he went with wing-backs, I would, I would possibly, oh, you're putting me right on the spot here, Liz. I think would Saka you bring James come, in maybe? No, no, not, and I love Reese James, um, but I think Carl Walker, two things Carl Walker done the other night, we mentioned it earlier on, but I was watching him closely because, and he's, He's matured. He has to, this is his time. This is his tournament. He's so much, the last two, three years, we, we don't talk about Kyle Walker making mistakes anymore. He's concentrated. Like Pickford, he's put his game together so well. He's become a, a, a top world-class fullback. Last night, three or four crosses come in. He's like, his body position was right. He was, he was looking, there was no, there was no ball watching. He's come in and just chested it back to Pickford. So it showed, it showed intelligence, showed alertness, and it showed composure when he just controlled it back in. Like so, like yeah, Carl Walker has to start. I think he, he he's been brilliant. I think he had the indifferent game against um, Croatia when he on the ball, but yeah, fantastic player. Um, I'd probably listen. This this is where I think to myself: does does Saka play? Do you stick with Saka instead of Phil? And then you can you can you could twist it from a you could go Luke Shaw, um, Stones, Maguire, Carl Walker one side, Saka the other side, and that can quickly move into a back four with Saka going to play sort of left number 10, um, Mount right number 10, you know, or Jack, and then you could go with, with Harry up top. So it's got to be fluid against Germany. I think now, if we do play Germany, I think you'll see England play two or three different systems during the game. Joel, the, the, well, I think it was the last time that we went through a group stage without conceding, 1966. Is it coming home? Of course it's coming home. That will <laughs> never change, I told you. Until we, see, until we see Harry Kane lift that trophy, not, not, I won't even allow the thought of it not. Even if we play France next, and we, you know, it has to happen. And, it has to, and, and, and what I would say to the fans, if you're lucky enough to go to, you know, I know the atmosphere will be different against, it will be rocking. You know, I don't know how many has been allowed in, but they'll make the noise. And it's so important. The fans can be so important just to get behind your team. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to pick the same team as Gareth. So there'll be people, oh, he should have played Foden or he should have played Grealish or he should have played Saka. But leave all that at the door when you walk into Wembley. Get behind the lads, you know, cheer for everything, appeal every decision. You know, and because the boys on the pitch do feel that. It is, it is something that they, you know, that, that plays a part in football. We, it's factual. We know it's factual now from the, the, the statistics after the lockdown when we started playing 
games playing closed doors. So if, if anyone's lucky, listening to this, lucky to go in there and leave, like, like you're going there to play, leave it all out there on the pitch. And, and that's can, the good thing of, about topping the group is that we get that Wembley factor. It's massive. massive. If we're going to play the top boys, let's play them at home and then the fans come and be the 12th man and uh, let's, let's bring it home. Joel, thank you as always. Thank you, Liz. Great to see you. Thanks to everyone for listening as well. We're going to be back in the pub very soon in the All to Play For arms, looking ahead to that last 16 tie for England once we find out what horror uh, we have in store for us when Group F plays to a conclusion later on tonight. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts or on the Joe YouTube channel. You've been listening to the All to Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.